no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. Oh! One more time. Oh! One more time. Welcome to the Bear Essentials. On today's show, we break down upcoming Bears free agents and much, much more. A-Dub, what's the good word, my guy? Man, Press, you know, I woke up today feeling pretty good, man. Today is Michael Jordan's birthday, man. And uh, you know what the GOAT have done for Chicago and all the great memories you have with him, the dunk contest, the championships, you know, the wins, all that good stuff, the 72-10 season. I mean, legendary, man. And audience, you know, this is a Chicago Bears show, but Michael Jordan's the GOAT. We got to give it up to him on this show. Salute to Michael Jordan. Happy birthday. Thank you for those memories. Thank you for those championships. And guess what, audience? Even though A.W. and I talk about the Bears exclusively on this show, y'all know that we're diehard Bulls fans as well. We are looking forward to seeing what this Bulls team does. I see championship number seven on the horizon very soon, y'all. Very soon. Woo-wee! Get it, get it, get it going, Prez. All right, well, listen, audience, let's get into our Bears talk here. We didn't get a chance to talk to you guys last week about this, but congratulations to Lovey Smith. I was so happy that he got another opportunity in the league, A-Dub. What say you? Man, Prez, I was happy for Lovey, too. He kind of came out the back door because I didn't even see it coming, you know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, Lovey Smith is interviewing for an opportunity, for a coaching job. Salute to him for getting it, man. And I would say this, I know a lot of Bears fans, they, you know, it could go either way. I saw a lot of people kind of making comments about the fact of him getting hired for a position, but I got nothing but love and respect for Lovey, man. I loved what his teams were about. I talked about this on Mac and, and Justin's show. Lovey Smith brought consistency here. He brought that Tampa 2 defense. But if you listen to any of his former players, they all say nothing but kind and really Almost they review him, they view him more of like a father figure in a lot of cases. So he had that locker room, he had the respect of his players. He was an ultimate players coach. And you know, that meant a lot. I mean, you look at some of the characters on that on that Bears team. Lovey had to manage a lot of egos, and he did a great job of doing so. Man, somehow Lovey did a good job of holding that locker room, like you're saying, man. And um, you know, just seeing him now in a position like that to where he can probably hopefully duplicate that, that'll be good for him. But overall, man, I was satisfied with Lovey. I thought when he got the job, but you know what? I thought he did very well for Chicago. Yeah, he did well. He didn't get the job done. But at the same time, I got nothing but fond memories of Lovey. And hopefully Lovey can get it right here. He's had some mishaps with Tampa Bay, with U of I. But maybe he'll get an opportunity there in Houston to, to right the ship there. So congratulations to, congratulations to Lovey. Now, audience, I got to give you guys my two cents on the Devin Hester situation. So last week, we were going to get on the show, and I said, you know what, A-Dub, let's just wait till next week. I got to get my thoughts together on this one because I don't want to get on here and be an asshole and be belligerent about that. But I still am very upset. I think that the Hall of Fame committee got it wrong. Devin Hester deserved to be first ballot Hall of Fame. I don't understand what the, the rationale was for making him wait another year. We know it's all but certain that this guy's going to be a Hall of Famer. 
But the fact, and, and one of the things that Devin Hester even said in his own words, is when you're a first ballot Hall of Famer, there's no if and nor buts about your qualifications. No one can say anything about the fact that you made it in the first ballot. So I understand. This is the same thing that we saw with Terrell Owens, right? Uh, A.W., you and I talked right. about this recently. Mm-hmm. So that first ballot Hall of Fame means a lot to these guys, and I thought they got it wrong here because Devin Hester should have been first ballot Hall of Fame. Perez, I'm totally with you 100%, man. I don't understand how he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. That's the thing I was looking for. Well, at least give me an understanding on why not, you know. Um, his career speaks for itself, right? I mean, the impact on the game speaks for itself. We talking about the odd test for us, the fear he put into, you know, punters, and, you know, and, and on kickoff return, how, how dangerous he was. It's like, man, this guy has done it all, being the best at his position. What more do you want, really, for him to not be considered, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer? So for me, I was disappointed as well for us. And to that point, he was the he is and was and will always be the greatest return specialist in NFL history. I'm going to repeat that. He is and will always be the greatest return specialist in NFL history. How is that not first ballot worthy? How is that not? Somebody's got to explain that to me because I'm telling you, if I'm the best at my position in history, then why am I getting in the Hall of Fame? Right. What 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 more do you want? What more do you want from him, Perez? What more do you want from him? You know, that's what it comes down to. He did it all, man. He done it. He done the job. Like you said, man, exceptionally well, bro. Like you said, the best. But I'll say this, man. Devin Hester handled that situation with nothing but class. He went to social media. He congratulated the people that made it. And I thought, man, classy gesture. He could have went on and and said some other foul shit because I would have. You know, he's a better man than me. But at the yes, same sir. time, though, he also let it be known that, like, look, you know, I'm hurt by this, but, hey, I'm hoping that I'll get the call sooner rather than later. Yeah, man. And, you know, what well, he did handle it with class, though, Prez. You're right, man. I, I got to give it to him. But it's still just unfortunate. So salute to you, Devin Hester, for being a stand-up guy, you know, and um, taking things with pride, you know, and uh, with a lot of humility and, and being humble. Some people were trying to tell me after it happened as they like, hey, man, they don't have any full-time returners in the Hall of Fame. And I said, yeah, I, I see your point on that. But at the same time, Devin Hester did things on the football field that no one before him ever did. So that's Hall of Fame worthy. So right. they'll get it right in the future, I know. But I'm just disappointed that he wasn't first ballot Hall of Fame because I wanted to go down there to that ceremony, man, because I, I was rolling. I was like, hey, I got to get some more <laughs> get it done. So I guess we we'll have to wait another year, eh, Doug? That's what we're going to do. We're going to win another one, man. But he got, he, like you said, Perez, he's going to get in, though. Yeah, he will. It, it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. But hopefully next year they get this shit right. I hope so, too. The other thing I wanted to talk to you about, A-Dub, was Justin Fields. Now, audience, you guys want to get used to that. This is a Justin Fields podcast. We're going to talk <laughs> about this kid a lot. <laughs> and, and, in fact, I mean, if you guys – have heard A-Dub and I talk over this last year in the show, I think he's one of the most important people within this organization. And so when you and I were talking A-Dub about Luke Getty getting that offensive uh, coordinator position that we talked about some of the things and some of the ideas for how he wants to utilize Justin Fields, it gave me some reasons to be excited because he wants to take time. And we talked about this on Chicago State of Mind. He wants to take time 
to sit down and get to know these players as people, right? And I think that that's right. important because in leadership, that's an important trait to get to know someone on a personal level before you start trying to worry about how you can get the most maximum uh, outcome out of them on the field or, you know, in whatever type of endeavor. So I like Getsy what he's saying. He's saying all the right things, but I also like the fact that A-Dub, he made it known that he is not going to sit here and spell out to the media all the ways that they're going to plan on using Justin Fields. And I like that. He's keeping it close to the vest. Whatever. Talk is cheap. Just show us. That's what it's all about right there, Prez. Just show us. But you're right. I, I like what Getsy was saying, man. And um, like you said, keeping it all close, keeping it in-house, Prez. That's one of the main things to do because you don't want to give all your secrets out there, right? Throw it out there to everyone to see and try to, you know, um, use that against you. So good for him from that perspective. But I like the fact that he's taking this whole thing with learning Justin Fields. Very important. Well, I did talk to you guys about the fact that I did prefer a defensive-minded head coach. A-Dub told you guys that he thought Eberflus was going to be the guy. So at the end of the day, we were okay with a defensive-minded head coach coming in here. And Justin Fields seems to be okay with it as well because what did I share on Chicago State of Mind, A-Dub? I talked about the fact that a defensive-minded head coach is going to be great for Justin Fields because now that's another person that's going to be able to talk with him and give him a better understanding about what the different defenses are trying to do to stop him. And that's somebody that's going to be helpful for him and Getty to sit down with to really try to pick apart how they can go after these matchups in the league. That's an important factor right there, Perez. That other side, right? What does it look like from a defense side of the table, right? How are they reading you? You know, what do you need to be mindful of? And I think that's also a good key that you brought up around that. But overall, man, this is always going to help Justin Fields. And the other thing, too, and we've talked about this before, it's important to note that Getsy will be running this offense. And under the old administration, I'm not bringing up that guy's name, we know <laughs> how that story went. And I think it's going to be refreshing to see the head coach being a leader of this team and letting his offensive coordinator run the offense, let that offensive coordinator be in charge of developing Justin Fields. I think that's, that's going to be extremely important because when you got a kid like Justin Fields, he's known for his work that the guy's dedicated to his craft. I mean, A-Dub, he already started talking about how he's going to have some of his teammates come down there to Georgia for workouts. He's already showing you that leadership. And I love that year two with Justin Fields, the league better watch out. They better watch out for his, um, Justin Fields is getting ready, man. We saw him at the Super Bowl, I believe, sitting out there, man, enjoying things and see how that was going. And you see this kid now just taking everything to stride for us as far as, you know, where he want to see himself and his team go next season. So he's already putting, putting the work in. Well, one more thing on Justin Fields before we move on to getting into our upcoming Bears free agents. I like the fact that he's already shown you some of that leadership in the past. The fact that him and Darnell Mooney got work in uh, heading into this season and also – after the season, those guys got together and started working. And when you talk about a Justin Fields and a Darnell Mooney, these are two of the more important players, not only just on this team, but, I mean, you think about the offense. Very important guys. So this is something when I'm looking at this team right now, this is a very important offseason. And I'm telling you, one guy that I feel like is all in is Justin Fields. And I really hope with a combination of the offensive coordinator they're bringing in here, the staff, hopefully they'll be bringing in some really good free agents, they do really good with the draft, but I want them to surround this kid with the pieces and the support staff to get the absolute best out of him. Because when you look at some of these young quarterbacks in the league and how they're excelling and taking those next steps, it's because they have the right resources around them. And that is what I want for Justin Fields. Absolutely. Now, you guys know, we got a lot of pending free agents on this team. So A-Dub and I are going to break down our thoughts 
In case you guys didn't know, the Bears are slated to have roughly $30 million in cap space available for the available to them. That's before any trade, releases, or any sort of restructures. But they got 30 in-house free agents on the list that Ryan Poles has to kind of sift through and figure out what he's going to do. So the guy's going to be busy at work, A-Dub. Very busy. <laughs> yeah, man. He got a lot on his plate, friends. Yeah, he does. I don't envy that man's job. But the first guy, A-Dub, Allen Robinson. Staying or going? I think he's going, Perez. I don't think he's staying with us. Um, unfortunately, it was a tough season. You know that already, Perez. And I just don't see it, man. I just don't see us keeping him. So, honestly, during the season, I kind of looked at it and I said, there's no way he comes back. I mean, he, he had really bad body language a lot of the season. There were some times out there that he kind of loafed and the effort wasn't that good. He obviously wasn't being targeted or, or a major part of the game plan. It almost seemed like Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, I'm sorry, guys, I said I wasn't going to bring up those guys' names, but I couldn't help it. I kind of think they went out of their way to sabotage this guy a little bit to drive down his market value. I know that's a conspiracy theory. That's just what I feel. How does a guy that's a number one level receiver in this league not get targeted in games? How does he have a season like he had in 2021? I just don't see it. So now I look at the new, uh, I, I look at the new structure that's coming here with Ryan Poles, with Matt Eberflus, and I wonder, is there an opportunity that maybe Allen Robinson comes back? And I say this, a dub, I say maybe he stays. If we can get him on a contract between a 15 to 18 million dollar threshold, why not? Now Allen Robinson to me, hell of a wide receiver. And I think that there was times that A-Rob could have done better out there. I think that his effort could have been better. I think he could have handled the no-ways that was going on with his contract a little bit better. You could tell that there was things that were going on outside of the field that were leaking into the field with him. And that was kind of a problem for me, A-Dub. But however, I think there's a chance that he could return for the upcoming season. Hey, Perez, look, that might be a chance, man. <laughs> You're right. It's a new regime, though. What, maybe he, you know... And Justin Fields could coexist. We'll see, bro. But this is the thing. That's also me being emotional just because I would love to see him. I would love to see what him and Justin Fields can do in the right system, in the right scheme. However, maybe the situation and relationship has been, has soured so much on A-Rob and his agent side that they made to say, you know what, greener pastures might be the way to go. But in my heart of hearts, I hope there's some kind of way that they can figure this thing out because A-Rob, what he brings to that locker room, and I'd say 2021 wasn't the best year for A-Rob. But, man, I still think about what A-Rob was able to do with Mitch Trubisky as his quarterback. And I thought, holy shit, if Justin Fields comes in here, who is a way better quarterback than Mitch, maybe. Right. We'll, we'll see Allen Robinson have an even better season. So I was really surprised of the way things went, A-Dub. So that's why I'm over here just being a little emotional and just hoping that we get to see Justin Fields and Allen Robinson in a really good offensive scheme together. I would really love to see that. And that's why I hope that they can find some kind of way to make it work. That's a good point you bring up, though. A-Dub has them leaving, which, honestly, A-Dub, I'm kind of thinking that that's the way it goes, but I'm going to be a little emotional on this one, and I hope that they find out the way to make it work. So I'm going to say Allen Robinson comes back to Chicago. But it won't be under a franchise tag. (laughs) (laughs) No, not on that. Not at all. No, nah, I think that man, he won his long-term deal, so they got to figure that out. All right, A-Dub, Hakeem Hicks, what say you? Prez, 
with this new regime, how they're so defensive oriented, the coaching staff, etc. I think Akeem Hicks stays. I think he stays. I think they realize the value that he has to this team. Press. I just think he's part of the heart and soul of this defense, man. Akeem Hicks brings a lot to the table. I think he stays. A-Dub, I agree with you 100% on what Hakeem Hicks brings to the table, what he means to this organization, what he means to this team, this defense, to the fan base, all of that. However, on this one, I'm thinking Hakeem Hicks leaves. Now, I think Hakeem Hicks even realized that his last couple weeks of the season. You and I, we put up a TikTok video. That was our, our uh, salute to Hakeem <laughs> Hicks. But I think that Hakeem Hicks knows that his days here in Chicago are pretty much numbered. You got to mm. think about it. Aging player. The guy still has something left in the tank. But remember who his agent is. His agent is going to make sure that he gets maximum dollars. And with some of the names that we have out there on the team, like Allen Robinson, who I really hope that they bring back, Hakeem Hicks, I think, may just be a casualty of the cap situation. You can't bring everybody back. Right. And like I said, He's on the wrong side of 30 now. And the guy, like I said, still has enough in the tank that he could go out there on the free agent market and get a big deal. So I just don't think that that's going to happen here in Chicago. Okay, okay. That's a fair thought process on that. But I would love to see him in Chicago. I would love to. I would love it too, man. It's just not going to happen. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then and when you start talking about the injury, injury history that he's had over the last couple seasons, the contract, the age, it's just a lot of factors that are going in his in his way. But I'll tell you one thing, fan favorite, I'm always, when I think of the Chicago Bears defense, he's one of those names that's going to pop up in my head. His memory, his tenacity, I mean, good Lord, that 2018, 2019 season, Hakeem Hicks, it was scary hours out there on the field. And I'm definitely going to miss uh, everything that he brought to the table. Absolutely. All I can say to that praise is ditto. Bilal Nichols. I think we keep I think we keep Bilal Nichols. I think he's still a big part. I don't think he's gonna cost be expensive as some of the others, like for example, Akeem Hicks, but I think he played a good role for uh, the Bears this past season, Press. So I think we keep him. So this is why I think that Hakeem Hicks leaves is because you're gonna have to have a guy that you're gonna have to replace him with. And I think that's where a Bilal Nichols comes in. And not not trying to say that Bilal Nichols is gonna replace Hakeem Hicks in position or what he brings to the table, but Bilal Nichols is a talented kid. And I think that you're going to see him stay. And I think that's why you're going to see Hakeem Hicks leave because salary cap wise, that's going to be an easier contract to fit in the cap than Hakeem Hicks's. And I will say this, when it comes to a block, he was one of Pace's better late round draft picks. And we haven't even seen the best of what this kid can do yet. He definitely deserves another contract. Yes, sir. Andy Dalton. He does not come back. <laughs> we move on from Andy Dalton, man. It's over. The experiment is over. Yeah, I mean, look, it, 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 listen, it was, nothing, <laughs> it was nothing that Andy Dalton did. Honestly, I was okay with him kind of starting things off, but this is Justin Fields' team. I've always said that all Andy was doing was keeping the seat warm for Justin. So he did that. I think he, he goes as well. I think that Nick Foles is going to serve as that backup to Justin Fields. Andy Dalton didn't do anything wrong. He just needs to go to another team where he'll have an opportunity to actually compete for a starting job or he'll be a number two with a chance to play. But it's not going to happen here in Chicago. Andy Dalton, he's out of here. Jimmy Graham. 
I don't think he's going to be ground stage, Perez. If he wants to stay, it'll be some kind of friendly deal or whatever, but I don't think he stays. No, I mean, he shouldn't have came back in. He shouldn't have came back this season. I, and I don't see it happening <laughs> next season. First of all, I'm even going to get all into that. They didn't utilize the guy correctly. They brought him back on that big-ass contract. There were guys that we <laughs> didn't have on this team that we could have used, but you got a guy that you're paying all this money to that you're not even using. So anyway, he does not come back next season. The guy had a major, major cap hit, and I just don't see it happening. It's not happening. When it comes to Jimmy Graham, real quick, I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, a, I'm a dirt vert for a quick second, audience. I know that he did the little restructure of his contract last year. So some people may say, well, the salary cap, the salary cap hit won't be as bad as it was this year. I still just would not want it. I just don't want it. Now, as I mentioned, when you have a guy like this on your team that's being paid what he was being paid and you didn't utilize him, that was the biggest indictment of that coaching staff. And it was an even bigger indictment against the GM. And so I know Ryan Poles is coming in here with a different mindset, a different approach, A-Dub. And so when I look at this, I just don't see any kind of way possible that Ryan Poles brings this guy back. No disrespect to Jimmy Graham. Hell of a damn guy. I love what he does for the troops. I love what he does for foster children. Not only just here in Chicago, but across the country. The guy's been awesome off the field. I just wish that we would have saw a little bit more from him on the field this season. Not his fault, but however, don't bring him back, guys. Don't not bring him back. And here's the other thing, Perez. Who to say he wants to play another season anyhow, right? Maybe he's thinking about retirement. You know, you just never know what's going through his mind at this point. Yeah, you never know. That could be a possibility, but we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But as far as will he stay or will he go, audience, we both think that Jimmy's out of here. <laughs> Jermaine or Fetty, get him the fuck out of here. Yes, get him going, friends. I'm with you. We don't need him, man. He can go, man. I mean, I thought I felt he was going to show us something this past season, friends, and we like he took steps back, you ask me. So, I mean, I didn't think he was going to show us all that much. I, I thought he was serviceable at best in his 2020 season. I had no issue with them bringing him back, but he didn't do anything. And he got outplayed by Larry Bourne. Right. So, I look at that situation, Larry Borum has shown some promise there at the right tackle position. That's huge. So, Jermaine Fetty, I'm not going to rip on the guy. Just get him off my team. Audience, if you guys listen to this show, you already know my thoughts on Jermaine Fetty and some of that bullshit that he was doing on the field this season. Get him the fuck out of here. Let's move on from him. Tayshawn Gibson. I like Tayshawn Gibson, Perez. I would love to see him come back with Chicago. I believe he's a guy that we can bring back. I'm rooting for him. And my mindset, he's coming back to Chicago for another season, Perez. Okay, Doug. So for me, I definitely like what he brings to the table. Solid safety. I think he's a really good leader there in that locker room. However, I think now after two seasons in Chicago, he's shown people around the league that, hey, this guy can come in. He can be a valuable addition to a team. So I think that he's going to test free agency, and I think once he tests free agency, he's going to hit a number out there free agency that the Bears will not be able to match. And so I think that uh, Tayshawn Gibson will go. Oh, man, that would hurt for sure. I, I, I will miss him. I will say that much. All right, James Daniels. James Daniels. I say we keep James Daniels, Perez. I say we keep him. Uh, I still like some of his versatility, though, Perez. 
And without offensive line, it hasn't been fully, you know, um, figured out yet. I think we still keep him in the back of our, our pocket, man. So I said we still keep James James. Yeah, I, I agree with you there, too. Offensive line, I've talked about this a lot. It's going to be a huge focus, I think, this offseason. Ryan Poles being a former offensive lineman, I think that the game is won in the trenches on both sides of the line, offensive line and defensive line. When it comes to James, I think the re-signing him has to be a priority. The guy's only 24 years old, guys. I can't imagine any universe where Ryan Poles would allow a young, budding star to get away from him. This guy's very talented. And I think in the right scheme, we'll see even better things out of James Daniels. So my prediction, he stays. He stays. There we go. Jakeem Grant. I like Jakeem Grant, Prez. <laughs> I think we keep this guy. I love his speed, Prez. I love how he runs, man. Uh, punt return, you know, things of that nature. I, I, I think we keep Jakeem Grant. So I also think that we find a way to get him to return. He seems that he wants to, he seems like he wants to be here. And I think that's half the battle with these type of situations. And when we acquired him in the trade with the Dolphins, I thought that was a sneaky trade that Brian Pace made. Good move. And I know a lot of fan base was kind of going after the guy because he was taking chances. He was gambling. I didn't mind that shit. I mean, look, I'd rather him do that shit because with the way our offense wasn't moving the football, he's at least giving us a chance to have some damn decent field position if he pops one off. And so I love that speed, like you mentioned. I love the ability for him to even play offensively. We saw that there were some times where they were throwing him in the offense, getting him, getting him involved in the running game, getting him in the screen game. I think that's something with the new offense or with the new coordinator coming in here that you may see more of. And I think having a guy like that in his lineup, you know, I could, I can't imagine why they wouldn't be interested in bringing a guy like this back. I mean, shit, not even just what he did on special teams, but I think he could ask a nice little dimension there on offense. And his limited action he had in the, on the offense, A-Dub, the guy performed very well. So I hope that they find a way to bring him back. He's had a lot of potential, not just obviously as a punt returner. I think he's got potential as a receiver and as an option there on the offense as well. Absolutely, Prez. You hit it nail in the coffin there, man, on, on his offensive game. And you love to see when he got, like you said, when he came in some of those plays, man, I was happy because he didn't want to give us a, um, a, a big spark. So, yeah, he could be that guy, man, at times. He could be a spark on that offense. Jason Peters. I, the thing with Jason Peters, Prez, is does he want to play another season? And the thing is, if he does want to play, I say we bring him back because I think we may need a guy, you know what I'm saying, as just, just in case, in case things don't go in our favor, man, we might need him. So for me, I think Jason Peters goes off and rides off into the sunset. He's going to retire like he wanted to do this last offseason. I think the only reason he came out of retirement was as a favorite of Castillo. I think that Jason Peters was the most consistent offensive lineman we had in 2021. But he's going to be 41 years old at the start of the season. And honestly, with, with Big Tev over there, left tackle, who knows where they may end up moving him in the future. But as of right now, we got Big Tev there, so we'll see what the organization has in mind for him. Jason Peters, I think, rides off into the sunset, goes into retirement. But good Lord, man, that guy was the most consistent guy on that line for us this year. He's a surefire Hall of Famer and loved everything that he brought to this team. And also, too, just that toughness and that veteran, just that veteran awareness that he brought to that line. The guy, <laughs> and a lot of times, was outmatched from people from a, a speed standpoint. But what did he use? He used that power. He uses smarts. 
He was crafty as a veteran out there. So I loved everything he brought to the table. Yes, sir. I just hope that, you know what, Perez, if anything goes sour on that left side, you know, let's just keep him on speed dial, man. <laughs> yeah, but I think they may go with a younger option. I think if anything, when you look at this situation with Jason Peters coming in, that was a Band-Aid. We're not yeah. into Band-Aids anymore, right, man? We need to be performing surgeries on this fucking team. So <laughs> a guy like Jason Peters, no disrespect. He did a great job there. But I want him to enjoy his – go back to on that fishing boat. Go enjoy your time, brother. Enjoy your time. Thank you for everything you did this past season. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Pat O'Donnell. I want to see Pat O'Donnell back, Perez, but it looks like we've already made some changes around that, so I'm not sure what it means for him. I mean, I didn't think Pat did a bad job last season, Perez. I would love to see Pat back on the team. So I think we keep him, but I'm kind of like got my curiosity here. So for me, I said hopefully he stays. I think he's been very solid here in his eight years with the Bears. He hasn't done anything that I've looked at it and said, oh, we need to upgrade there at the punter position. I think he's fine. I just think it just comes down to what Ryan Poles has in mind for that position. Right. But honestly, I'm all about continuity, especially in your special teams. So I hope I hope he stays. Jesse James. I like Jesse James, man. I say why not the Jesse James? I mean, I wanted to see more of him last season, Perez. So I hope we can, you know, keep him. Uh, I think we will keep him. That's just my thought process. It won't, it won't be an expensive move here for the Bears. So in my opinion, I think we'll keep Jesse James. Yeah, I think for as well, I agree with your point. I would have loved to have seen more of Jesse James last season. But again, that's us t talking shit about the, the last coaching staff and what they did and didn't do. I'm over that. We already know what that shit was about. I hope that we, we bring him back because Jesse James and Justin Fields, we saw that budding relationship those guys had, that chemistry that they had in the preseason. We didn't get a chance to see a lot of that during the regular season. So I hope that Jesse James comes back. So then that gives Justin a weapon that he's comfortable with, that he's got chemistry with. Because right now, when you look at tight ends on this team, Cole Komet is the only tight end under contract for next season. So we're going, we won't need so, it. So, yeah, so I think that he'll be a good option to bring back as a reserve. Yes, sir. So I'm going to agree with you and I on the same page, bring back Jesse James. Damian Williams. I say no to Damian Williams. And that's because of Khalil Herbert, what he's been able to do, Perez, you know, um, showing us they can be the number two back for the Chicago Bears. You and I talk a lot about him. So I'm rolling with, you know, the second-year player. So with Damian Williams, I'm going to also say that he's going to go. But it's nothing against what Damian Williams did and didn't do on the field. I just think to the point that we've talked about many times in the show, Khalil Herbert just emerges as solid number two. I think him and Montgomery is going to make an incredible one-two punch in the NFL. And I think Damian Williams is going to go on and earn himself a lot of money with the next team that he goes to because he proved that he's a reliable running back when called upon. I thought he did some really good things when during uh, the season when they asked of him. But that running back room is really solid, not only with Montgomery and Cleo Herbert, but there's a chance Tariq Cohen comes back. You know, And that's, yeah. one of, that's going to be one of those mysteries because we don't know what's going to happen with Tariq. However... That's a guy right there. I'm like, that's a wild card. Because if you could bring a Tariq, if you could bring a Tariq Cohen back to this team, my goodness, that's just another dynamic weapon in this offense. Dion Bush. I said we keep Dion Bush, Perez. We'll bring him back. Solid guy. I think he's a solid guy, Perez. When he came out there and played, he didn't he didn't do anything bad out there. He still held his own ground for us. We didn't really lose much ground out there. So I think Deion Bush can still be serviceable for us, you know, um, coming off the bench. Yeah, I also think that Deion Bush stays. 
reliable guy. I, I talk about a lot. I talk about it a lot with our uh, backup safeties. I think that these guys are reliable guys. And when a guy like Dion Bush, I think he provides that really quality depth, but he's also a valuable special teams contributor. And he's been for the last couple of years. So for me, bring him back. I like the continuity there. I got no issues with the reserves that we have at that safety position. So I got no wish. I got no issues there. Alec Absolutely. Ogletree. I like Ogletree, Perez. I say bring him back, man. Alec Ogletree did show me a lot um, in, in his role. I think he's worth someone that's bringing back another season with us, Perez. So let's see if he can go to the next level with it. Yeah, I also think the – I also hope that Alec Ogletree returns. I think, honestly, it was an accident that he even ended up on the damn roster because they brought him in as a, as a late camp addition and the guy just started balling out in practice. And I thought that he was very solid for us this season. And he proved that he was able to play next to Roquan Smith. So to me, I wouldn't be surprised if Poles brought him back, especially since the defense is now going to shift to a 4-3. That makes, that makes it even more valuable to have a guy like that returning to the team. So I hope that he returns. Marquise Goodwin. Marquise Goodwin, I don't think he returns, Perez. I think we probably move on with Marquise Goodwin. Uh, we didn't use him like I thought we would have a pass. That's another story there, but I just didn't see the value of him with the team as I would like to see, you know, um, he didn't stand out as much as I wanted him to. So I don't think we need to keep him. So I think that he leaves as well. Um, uh, I agree with the fact that he wasn't involved on offense as many of us expected he was going to be. We heard so much about the speed element that he was going to bring. We didn't actually see them utilize him for what he does best. So Honestly, I think we're going to rebuild that receiver room and we're going to rebuild around Darnell Mooney. Hopefully, audience, we bring A-Rob back. I'm still holding out hope, but I don't <laughs> think the Marquise Goodwin will return next season. Not at all. Christian Jones. Christian Jones, I think we move on from Christian Jones, too. Uh, I wasn't too impressed with him, praise. I know he has some good highlights here and there, but um, Christian Jones, I just didn't see enough from him, man, uh, coming in as a reserve role. Christian Jones, I think he stays. Again, I think this is because of the scheme shift that we're going to be moving to that 4-3. You can't have enough quality veteran linebackers in that room. And so I think that he stays. And because of that scheme shift, there's going to be a greater emphasis on having linebackers on this team. So I think that's going to bode well for Christian. So I think that Christian Jones stays. Okay. Demir Bird. Demir Bird. I think we keep Demir Bird. Um, I just think we didn't, could keep both <laughs> with him and Marquise Good. But I think Demir Bird, I still like Perez. Again, I didn't see a lot from him too, but I just did think that with him, he still got something to tank that I think we probably can still utilize. So I think Demir go. I think Demir Bird is going to go. I still give this guy the ultimate kudos because he had to play the year for me with that two point conversion against the Seahawks. I still don't know how the hell he came down with that football. Shout out to him with that shit. The guy has a lot of speed to stretch the field. I just don't see him return. I think they're going to let him off. Patrick Scales. Patrick Scales didn't do no, nothing wrong in my book, friends. He wasn't the fact. I mean, he wasn't the guy that we say, oh, he's screwing up out there. You keep him, man. I, I just think a guy, like I said, with the chemistry standpoint, you keep him. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I, I scale back to continuity on this thing. I think – you keep a guy like Patrick Scales. If it's not broke again, what are we doing? He's been with the Bears so fucking long. So Ryan Poles, don't create a problem for yourself that you don't need to make. Keep that special team core in place. Santos, O'Donnell, Scales. Let's do it. 
Let's do it, Press. That makes sense to me. DeAndre Houston Carson. I like DeAndre Houston Carson, Prez. I still think that we, there's some more to him that we can get out of him. So for me, I think I say we keep him. We keep DeAndre. Um, I think the guy was solid, in my opinion, Prez. I still think he can do well for us going forward. So, audience, anybody that's been listening to this show for the last couple of years, you know how I feel about DeAndre Houston Carson. This guy, to me, in 2021, had a mini breakout season. He showed the potential to step in and be a starter when needed, and he made big plays. You guys heard me on this during the season talk about there were so many times out there where he made a play that you kind of turned your head and looked at it like, wow, that was DeAndre Houston Carson. Wow, he flashed on that one. So this is a guy that I definitely would love to see come back. And as I mentioned, I would love to see him and Deion Bush come back because those are two guys that you can trust if you have an injury to one of your starters, but these are two guys that you can plug in on special teams. These are two guys that you know if something happens that they'll make a play. They're not going to be out of position. They're going to do what they're supposed to be doing. So I hope that there's a way that Ryan Post finds to bring him back in 2022. Elijah Wilkinson. I think we move on from Elijah Wilkinson, Perez. We move on. We do not keep him. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, A-Dub. Let him go. Get him up out of here. As I keep saying, audience, Offensive line is going to be a focal point for this offseason. I think big changes are coming. And I'm hopeful <laughs> that we see a lot of changes on that offensive line because what we tried out there this season was a disgrace. And it was unfortunate that Justin Fields' rookie season was affected by that poor offensive line play. So I think that Elijah Wilkinson is up out of here. Got to go. And this is the thing. When they signed him, he was solid depth. But I just think that they're just going to go in a different direction with this whole offensive line. So see you later. Thanks for everything. Bye. Peace out. <laughs> All right, Artie Burns. Artie Burns. I think we move on from Artie Burns as well, Perez. Um, I thought I would have seen more from Artie Burns, Perez. And I just haven't seen him take that next step, though, in, in his limited role. So for me, I think we move on from him. Man, Artie Burns can get up out of here. So this is the thing. All season – we had to watch whoever was the corner opposite of Jalen Johnson. We talked about this so many times, audience. We're not going to retrace that part. So many of those corners didn't get the job done. Artie Burns was one of those corners. And I think that the cornerback position has to be another position that Ryan Poles overhauls this offseason. Artie Burns is not going to be a part of that. He didn't step up. He didn't rise to the occasion. See you later, Artie. We move on from him. All right, Iggy. I think we move on from Iggy as well, Press. We do not keep him either. We move forward. Well, I don't think he's returning because he don't even think he's returning. He kind of made some mention to it, you know. So, honestly, if he don't think he's coming back to the team, I don't see it happening. He don't seem confident. But we'll see what Pose does because, as I mentioned before, linebacker is going to be a position that they may take a little bit more pre – they may uh, hold a little bit more premium on. However, I just don't see Iggy – coming back. I was even surprised when Iggy made the team this season. Yeah, I was kind of shocked too, though, but, you know, maybe he does some things to impress some folks, but, you know, I, I just don't, you know, Perez, when it comes down to him sometimes, man, you just never know, but the way he's feeling right now, the way I see it, I just don't see him coming back. All right, Adam Redman. Adam Redman, I think we move on from him, Perez. I don't think we keep Adam Redman. I don't think so either. He didn't get um, any playing opportunities as a reserve last season. I think it will be a surprise if we see him back. And as I keep mentioning, audience, that offensive line is going to be over. It's going to be overhauled. 
I just don't see any any world where he comes back. I think what you'll see here is, is he'll probably be replaced by a younger uh, maybe draft pick or something like that. But anyway, I don't see him coming back. Last guy, before we get out of here, audience, Sam Mustafer. Chris, I was going back and forth when I thought about Sam Mustafer, but in my opinion, Chris, I don't think he comes back either because I was disappointed in Sam Mustafer this season. Some of the things, his mishaps, Chris, and how he was not always getting good snaps out there. I'm like, Sam Mustafer took some steps back in my opinion. So I don't think we bring him back. So this is my thing. I don't think that he returns either. I thought he was a liability on the O-line this season. But one thing that I will give him some credit on is the fact that the guy is super intelligent and he hustles out there. But it's clear that he's not a starting NFL center at this point in his career. He struggled at run blocking, pass protection. I mean, it was it was pretty bad. So as I mentioned, I don't see him returning to the Bears as a starting role type of guy. If they decide to bring him back in a reserve role, I'm okay with it. But as far as the starter, as far as the starter is concerned, there's no way that he should be a starting offensive lineman for the Chicago Bears. So I'm saying go, and I'm okay if they bring him back as a reserve only. Reserve makes probably, that probably make more sense right there. All right, audience. So some important dates for you guys to keep on your horizon. So the NFL Combine, March 1st to March 7th, we have the NFL free agency period that begins March 4th. 14th through the 16th. So the NFL free agency period begins March 14th through the 16th. The offseason programs for the teams, April 4th, and the NFL draft, April 28th. So between that time, you guys are going to have tons of content coming your way from the DBE boys. We're going to break down all these important deadlines, whether it's the combine, whether it's going to be upcoming free agency, whether it's breaking down the salary cap. Next week's episode, we're going to break down the coaching staff, because we haven't even talked to you guys and given you guys our thoughts about what we think about this coaching staff. So we got a lot of content on deck for you guys. So stay tuned. We appreciate you guys' continued support of this show as always, baby. Yes, sir, Chris. All right, man. Hey, Doug, good chap. Good chopping it up with you. And we are out. country was built on a distinctly American work ethic, but today work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries, and with that we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton and adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.